Hi, this is Grant Herbert. I'm just an ordinary guy with an outstanding wife and five amazing kids who is on his own journey of imperfection. Welcome to this week's episode of The People Builder. Do you run away from conflict or are you in there boots and all, ready to win at all costs? I know this is a major challenge for people right across the world because conflict is just a part of life. And how you navigate that conflict will determine whether those outcomes are good for you and good for others and good for the greater good. So stick with me because this week I want to show you some alternatives to what it is that you might be doing now so that you can get a different result. Hi, this is Grant Herbert, VUCA Leadership and Sustainable Performance Coach. And today I want to continue our conversation as we go through the competencies of relationship management by teaching you how to negotiate through conflict. Conflict is inevitable. It's something that is always going to be there. When we have people who have differing ideas, different experiences, they're looking at the world through a different lens than the people around them. We're going to have misunderstandings. When people are not able to manage the response to their emotions, those conflicts can escalate and it can create a lot of negative energy in your workplace, in your home, in your community. When people have an opinion that's different to yours, that might rub you the wrong way and vice versa. And being able to build relationships with people is a crucial element of being a leader. Knowing that relationships are going to have ups and downs, we need to be empowered to not only lead ourselves through conflict, but inspire others to navigate conflict in a certain way as well. So let's talk about these elements that are going to help us to do that. The first thing we do is to recognise, firstly, that communication is the key. And building these communication competencies that we've talked about before of actively listening, of having empathy and understanding for others, allowing people to have an opinion that is different to yours without that being a concern because it doesn't make either of you wrong, it just makes your opinion different bringing all these things together, using that process I taught you around communication where when you encode your communication and send it out across the different mediums that you can use through that noise that's around and then them decoding what they think you said, putting together their response, encoding it and sending it back and so on and so forth and it continues to go on. The key challenge in conflict is to make sure that we move away from the noise, that we remove the thought patterns that are around, I need to win because if I don't, it says this about me. All those things that we dealt with in personal power as well. They're the key foundations of being able to navigate conflict. 
Once we have looked at those things, the next thing we need to do is remember, as I said with communication, that people actually communicate differently. They behave differently and respond differently to you to certain situations. So having a deeper understanding, using our empathy of the other people that are involved in the conflict are going to help you to be able to navigate this in a healthier way. The next thing to look at is that you and I use particular go-to styles when we are forced into conflict. Sometimes people go looking for conflict. Other times it just comes across your desk and into your path. And your response to what conflict means in the first instance is the key for you unlocking the ability to shift the different styles that you can use. Conflict negotiation is about collaborating with other people to find a result which is good for you, good for them, and good for the greater good. Sometimes that's simple, sometimes it's more complex, and the more situations and people that are involved is what creates that. However, I want to tell you about five key styles that people use in conflict. And as I do that, I want you to identify what your go-to style is. Now, all these styles are valid and can be used in conflict situation. Unfortunately, though, when you use a particular style and no other, or you use styles in the wrong part of a negotiation, that's what takes things off the rails and stops you from getting the result that you want. There are five styles, as I said. The first one is avoiding. Someone who avoids conflict sees conflict as something that is not a good thing. It's something that they need to stay away from at all cost. And they have this thought that says subconsciously, if I just ignore it, perhaps it'll go away. And they look down, they get back into their work, and then when they look up, it's still there. And in fact, it's probably got a little bit worse because it's festered, because it hasn't been disrupted. It hasn't had any communication entered into it. So avoiding conflict, knowing that conflict is inevitable, is not a style that you always want to use. Now, there are times when the avoiding style is perfect. There are conflicts that we get into sometimes that are not our conflicts and therefore avoiding them and getting other people involved who are involved in the conflict or are the right people to get involved is the best thing to do. Avoiding conflict when you're inside a conflict sometimes for a period of time to let things calm down, to get back to a position where your emotional responses are healthy can also be a good thing. So knowing when to avoid conflict and use that style is really important. The second style is the competitive style. That says, I'm in here, boots and all, and my only goal is to win. I need to negotiate something for me. Unfortunately, this style can become a little aggressive and the perception of the people that you're in conflict with is that you only care about you and not them at all. So whilst it's good in certain situations to have that competitive style, that win at all costs, it needs to be used sparingly and in the right situations. When there's a position of safety involved, having that 
style that says, no, this is the only way that we're going to negotiate this can be appropriate. But making sure that you use this style sparingly and only in a way that's not just good for you, but it's also good for everybody else. The next style is accommodating. That's where you wave the white flag and say, okay, I'll give you everything that you want. And it sometimes can be seen as similar to avoiding. But what you're saying is you just walk all over me, I'll give you everything that you want because I don't feel strong enough to negotiate this with you. Unfortunately, this is not the best style to use as a leader. To just give others what they want says that you don't care about them. You might be thinking that if, well, if I give them everything that they want, it shows that I am concerned about them. No, what it says is I have a concern for you. However, there's a lack of balance about concern for myself. And if you continue to just use the accommodating style all the time, then you're not going to be a leader that's looked upon to help people to navigate through conflict. However, accommodating style can be used when you can see that it's not moving forward and being able to withdraw from the conflict and put it aside, giving a little bit so that you can go back and regroup and get to where you need to be before getting back into the conflict or indeed giving somebody else the empowerment to get involved on your behalf. All these things can work together. And the key message here is we've done three of these and the same will apply with the next two is that it's using a combination of these styles in the right place that's going to allow you to negotiate conflict in a healthy way. The next style is compromising. This is where you feel that you're not going to be able to move forward unless you give a little. So what compromising is, it's exactly that. It's saying, okay, I'll give you a little bit of what you want. You give me a little bit of what I want. Unfortunately, this style, although it can be used well if the talks are breaking down so that you can at least start moving forward, it can also be used to manipulate you where someone says, okay, I'll give you something that you want. And then they'll use that against you by saying, but hey, I gave you this, you've got to give me that. So it's a style that once again can be used as a part of the overall strategy, but not a one that's going to be something to use all the time. And number five is collaborative style. This is where everyone works together to get a mutually beneficial outcome. A team that can communicate well, that has a strong sense of individual personal power, that are able to keep their emotional responses in check. They are the type of teams that can use this collaborative approach to get the best outcome for the individuals, for the collective, and for the greater good. So using these five different styles in their right context will help you to be able to go from a position of conflict and strife to an outcome which is going to allow things to flow and to grow. As I said, conflict is inevitable. It's not something that's going to stop anytime soon. 
So as a leader, this is a skill set that you need to develop. Conflict is something that you need to negotiate for yourself. And as a leader, you're going to be called to get involved in other conflicts as well. So developing how you feel about conflict is the first step. Making sure that you, in fact, see conflict as a good thing. Because a team that has conflict is a team that is going below the surface. They're a team that are stretching themselves. And through the way they handle the conflict, when it's done in a positive way, they will grow the relationships. They will build stronger levels of connection and understanding. So conflict is something that can be used for good. But it starts with realising that it is a good thing and it is something that we need to navigate rather than just tolerate. Well, that's it for me from another week. Join me again next week as we continue going through these 10 competencies of relationship management by helping you to become a more inspirational leader. I'll see you then. Well, hey, did you like that? Did you get something out of that that you can use in your life right now? I really hope that you did. If you like this episode, why not share it on your social media? And head over to my website, grantherbert.com, where you can register to join the conversation. So until next time, stay safe, enjoy being who it is that you were created to be without worrying what others expect you to be. I'll see you then.